welcome again to Reality Hackers with your hosts <laughs> Salma Yusuf and Paul Heaney. Okay, Hello. so come on, Paul Heaney. Come on, Salma Yusuf. <laughs> That's not even your name. Salma Yusuf. Yeah, I can change my name if you want to. So, just to give people the idea of where we are, it's a lovely setting, the fireside chat. Oh, gosh, yeah. yeah. Lovely evening. Rain, mm, lots of greenery here, plants. But are our minds green? Mm. Are they blossoming with ideas? <laughs> oh, mm. ideas to help to tr- help to inspire, to transform lives, and help. As all we realize where we are, what's happening in the world mm-hmm. of this so-called reality, which we are apparently hacking into. Hacking into, mm. yeah. So, what we're going to talk about today, Selma? Mm, there's a lot of options. But we are so free here to talk about anything related but, about the reality, isn't it? I. But now I think the idea. The idea should be to talk about, uh, not talk about, but just mention the date. We need a date point. Today is the 28th of June, 2020. Wow, that's a special day. You know, we have to come back, when we're listening to anyone's listening to this in the future, we have to know when it was recorded. Yeah. Always a good point. Mm hmm. Mm hmm. Not that it's real. Yeah. But it's a useful to know. Tool. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So it's nearly the end of the year, isn't it? It's uh, less than five months, you know, will be 2021. Wow. And what a year. And we spent most of this year just chasing coronavirus, <laughs> lockdown. We haven't the, been out most of the time. The, the crown virus. Mm, yes. That's a good word. The corona- Why you called it? Crown virus. Because it means it's, you know, crowns, corona, all the same, really. But maybe this is the crowning glory of viruses or the crowning glory of those who would wish to do something on this planet, i.e., those what we call, those people we call the black hats (laughs) or the cabal, all sorts of words for these people maybe it's not even people it's partly <laughs> people partly something else who knows maybe there's some devilment going on here but whatever it is you know we need to look into it a bit more a bit bit further deeper mm-hmm. i've actually really quite enjoyed i mean i know let's put this put it this way a lot of people will not have enjoyed lockdown and will have suffered because you know, if you don't have a garden, if you've got, if you're living with certain people, with you're all on top of each other. So we have to, we're aware of this. Mm-hmm. And I know that a lot of people it would have been a challenging time. And we're not even necessarily out of this yet. We're still not quite out of the woods. And who knows? It might come back to haunt us. Having said that, I feel that I've really as a creative person thrived at this time and I've 
it's been a great opportunity to uh, do the self-reflection, be inspired by mm -hmm. poetry. I mean, I take a challenge on, and I, I just get inspired by it. So I've been writing poetry, I've started my new podcast on poetry, I've been photographing, mm -hmm. coming up with ideas. We started doing this podcast together, yeah. together. Mm -hmm. and in fact you inspired me to get into the podcasting thing yeah. in the first place with my light painting with poetry and doing this, You're and doing this is well. great. I mean, yeah. I think this is the point when people get together, they can inspire each other. I have got a fantastic, a beautiful circle of friends now who, you know, especially a small circle where you're spending time together in, and enhancing each other's the time yeah. and inspiring each other. And whether that's uh, art, to have an art business, or whether we're doing this, uh, I think it's great. I think yeah. so. Lockdown to me presented an opportunity mm -hmm. to do something very positive, and I think whatever the situation is, it's an opportunity to uh, actually re respond to it. We can respond to it any any way we like. And the unlock and mm? unlock. Oh, very good point. And I then like you can it. as well, you know, and um, mm. like you know, um, introduce your poem about unlock a bit. Is uh, unlock opportunities, isn't it? Unlocking uh, opportunities. That's yeah. fantastic. You know, you yeah. could, you know, um, perform your poem here. Yeah, I was to. thinking it, it could be done sometime. Yeah. But you know what? Uh, I don't know whether I'll do it today. <laughs> it could be done, but maybe I'll, th I'll think about that. <laughs> yeah. I'll think about that. But I appreciate fantastic, the opportunity. Yeah. Mm. Mm -hmm. So, so how have you been spending your time in lockdown? Oh, yeah. I've been, of course, working. Uh, so you weren't locked down at all? No, it didn't make any difference. You're working for the government, aren't you? <laughs> that government called the NHS. Yeah, right. yeah, we've been helping people. The only benefit we got is <laughs> clearing the roads, isn't it? <laughs> More quiet and yeah, it's, um, it wasn't locked down for me. Um, but it still is quiet because it still got weekends and you know, quite time, you know, to reflect on myself. That's why I've decided to do as well with Paul podcasts. So it was a opportunity for me to reflect on the situations and how to help people to get out of their, you know, situations and change their mindset about uh, their, their problems and how they approach, you know, life with and different you, perspectives. You're a very positive person and you, you Thank do you. actually, you don't just accept the negative stuff that goes on around. I mean, like you mentioned today, this example of this chap who was in a shop complaining about his ailments, and you, know, you yeah, just mentioned this. Yeah, it was, um, you know, like um, having a positive mindset is, is not an easy thing, but you can maintain and you can develop these muscles, I call it. Um, you know, practice how to approach life with positive mentality, because if you know, if you are negative, you attract even more negativity. Is like attract like. So, yeah. for example, you know, today is it yesterday? Yeah, I went shopping, and the the guy in the shop uh, who was serving me, he was complaining about he his health. Like, I've got this, I've got that. And instead of saying hello, how are you? How can I serve you? He was just keep complaining about, you know, how life and how his health is getting worse. So I told him, you know, is a different perspective, you know is the way you're thinking but he didn't even care he wanted to drag me into his drama so 
My advice... Was uh, he a drama queen or a d- drama king? He looked like a drama king. He must have been a drama king. Oh, yeah. <laughs> it was so amazing. You know, even the other manager, she went silent, you know, because we couldn't, me and her, like, figure out how we can calm him down. He just kept, you know, going on and going on and going on. And me, I just ignored him at the end because why I need to take somebody's, you know, negativity into, you know, um, I tried to advise him, but he didn't listen. So he tried to poison me. So kind of negativity can be poisonous. Not on purpose, thing. but I mean, the and effect is a kind of poison. Yeah, you know. the people, they need to be sometimes aware when you are negative and you go environment, you keep complaining or you keep gossiping or something. It can bring negativity and people, they can run away from you. On top of that, no one they wants can, but they you. Because you can outrun them. <laughs> <laughs> the thing is, this, some people, I mean, I've done it. I've done it several times, many times in my life. I'm, I'm sure I still do it, where we kind of want sympathy, attention, whatever. For some reason, and, it, and maybe it's just something partly peculiar about the English nation, English, British, but particularly English. No, I didn't we, know that. Yeah, I think we do like to complain. Really? Uh, not ah. We didn't used to complain like in a shop or a restaurant easily, but that's all changed now anyway. But yeah. I think we like to moan. That's the point. That's the that's word what we use. I've seen we moan people, about the weather yeah. or whatever. Yeah. But I think it, things are changing, and the point is that we like to share these sort of things that are happening to us, and it's something to talk about if you're talking in the street, or the shop, to a stranger. Uh, it's something that we do. Oh, but I think some now. people take it too far. Too far, yeah. <laughs> to the point they're gonna tell you all their life story, how it collapsed, how it's not working. You know, it's good. You know, sometimes to uh, talk to a trusted friend about a real problem and then get sorted. But if you just keep going and going, all he's gonna do is just you're gonna attract similar situations. Yeah. You know, similar. It's like that guy you mentioned that he said, uh, "I'm on my last leg, something, whatever he yeah. wants to use." Yeah. Well, yes, he will be if he continues to think. It look like, like yeah. I think I'm gonna go back after a few months and see if he's still there and he's still. He said he's, he's getting worse. Well, hopefully, you know. got out of the shop. <laughs> <laughs> the way I feel like he's gonna have like a wheelchair. Maybe, maybe. he didn't get out of the shop. Yeah. Maybe he really was his last leg, which is not very funny. Honestly, it wasn't like I. <laughs> then when I went silent, then he I think realized you know like it's not something funny you know especially if you work in a shop you need to be in a kind of like a positive mindset to attract customers you know to you. Yeah. Was especially, he? He wasn't the shopkeeper, was he? Yeah, he was advisor. Oh, right. He wasn't even well, a customer. That's not very. Uh, that, pro- not, that's not good the, for marketing, is it? Yeah, I was like, even the, uh, his manager. I think she was the manager, so mm. she was a bit kind of like, maybe she's gonna have a word with him because I went silent. You know, I right. couldn't uh, mm. tolerate. You know, what but he's maybe doing. also he just wanted to. It's his way of making conversation, but it's not maybe the best way to make conversation. Yeah. Uh, but he yeah, used to it, maybe. Basically, I, obviously I agree with you because we tend to agree with everything we do and say and think, uh, you and I. I mean, I've noticed with some other people that, that this is a very similar thing. But the point is that whatever, like you said, whatever you put your attention on, you get more of that. Of that, definitely. Yeah. And this is kind of a secret to life. If you want to change things, you have to be aware of what you're doing in the first place, and if you feel you have to change it, change it. If you want something to happen, put your attention on it. Um, if you want to make you know, another thing that I do, and, and I know you do, yeah. 
you put an order out of the universe, you don't think about it thereafter, as long as it's a nice clear order, you don't think about how it's going to be delivered. Yeah. Because actually that just gets in the way, creates a block. Exactly, yeah. Then it will come. It if will. it's right for you, the mm. situation, mm. It, will, it will happen. I think you and I and other friends of mine are finding this is the case. This is happening more and more. Mm -hmm. As the more we're realizing how life works, that this is how we operate. Yeah. It is working. Yeah, life is so easy, to be honest, you know. I, I know maybe you're thinking, oh, she's uh, not experiencing, you know, this, uh, the the lockdown thing, and maybe she's not feeling it. But it's true, it's, the, it's your mentality that can attract the life you want. And actually, of course, you know, like, I think, uh, uh, what's it called? Um, uh, medias and all these TVs things, you know, they always hide the, you know, how to perceive reality in an accurate way by blocking the good news and always spreading the bad news and death and all that. Yeah. So people, they kind of programmed in to perceive the world as a negative. I can't believe, you know, the whole world is about war and, well, and hunger and, you know, all this stuff. They I don't thought about talk that about in stuff. some ways. I mean, I think it's difficult when you're used to something, it's you're getting to this rut of this routine of... Because news seems to become a thing about the negative stuff. Or, yeah. You know, it's obviously news if in your neighborhood someone has been shot or yeah. killed or yeah. a major accident's happened. Yeah, but I mean, that's news. That's what we call news. Yeah. But maybe there is other kind of kinds of news. I don't mean to really kind of force the good stuff onto people because... Yeah. That may not be news. Yeah. It's not really something that is, wow, did you hear about that? <laughs> someone was good to someone the other day. I mean, it sounds pathetic. So we don't, that's not what I mean. But I mean, there will be lots of other good news stories out there. Yeah. But they don't seem to get into the broadcasting realm. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. But I mean, if we, I mean, I've stopped on the high, I used to be a news junkie. I used to listen to the radio, watch TV, a lot of certain news programs, and kind of religiously, but I don't do that anymore. I realized, and maybe you're the same, that actually they do tend to, the media does tend to... Influence, uh, yeah. Well, it tends to concentrate, focus on the negative stuff. That's true. Um, and actually it affects us. And I realized this, I, this, this is why I stopped doing it. Because it was affecting my mentality, mm -hmm. my demeanor. Mm -hmm. uh, it wasn't helping. Uh, because I realize now it's very important to keep my positivity high. I've always been a positive person. But you can slip into these negative yep. mindsets, Mindset, which does not yeah. ha uh, help you or mm -hmm. anyone else or anything else. It doesn't help life, it doesn't help yeah. the planet. Mm -hmm. So I've now actively, I'm proactively, if you like, not doing that. That's, I'm not, yeah. Okay, if I visit my father, for instance, he, he will watch the news, so I don't mind catching up with things. Yeah, yeah. And it's useful to catch up from time yeah, to time. Yeah. But I'm just really being much more conscious about how I use my time, not being a slave to watching, listening to the media, mm -hmm. um, and knowing that actually we can change things depending on our energy, our mindset, how we feel, yeah. and particularly how we combine that thinking and feeling really does change things. That's why I meditate. That's true. To Not just to feel good, but actually to make a change, make a difference in yeah. the world. Yeah. And I'm sure that's absolutely. what you do too. No, yeah. I agree with Paul. Absolutely, that's right. Because my life has well changed since I stopped watching news and TVs, you know, all this like binging on YouTube, or like 
bad stuff, mm. isn't it? So I'm so conscious now the information that goes through my mind because it's like a, I say, mental diet. You need to be very aware of the environment, your friends, your surrounding with, uh, the, the news, all this stuff is very important because anything negative will program your subconscious yeah. mind and then automatically will reflect your life even without the awareness. So you're kind of attracting, yeah? Now this yeah. is a tricky one because, you know, I really value and love technology but I'm also now having, I've got a growing awareness of the downside. So we're always sold the upside of technology. And you know, I could go into different areas of this, but just to say, to start to kick, to kick off with, that you know, I use a smartphone, mm-hmm. which kind of perversely dumbs you down. Uh, actually, it, it educates you, but it also it can dumb you down. Because you're not, it takes you away from nature, from connecting with life. Mm-hmm. And I've really had to be much more conscious recently about my use of the smartphone or the, or the laptop in terms of looking at the YouTube videos, which I tend to do a lot of to, to do to help with my research in various areas, whether it's food, health, transport, energy, uh, whatever is going on in the world that manipulates us, Mm -hmm. whether it's people or whatever else. But I've realized, you know, that's not a very very healthy lifestyle. So I'm going to have to, I'm proactively modifying my behavior there. Mm -hmm. So I'm consciously spending more time. Fortunately, I have a a small garden. And apart from that fact, I helped my father with his. Um, I'm doing more in mind to grow food mm-hmm. uh, That's to, to ground beautiful. that thing called grounding where yeah okay let's let's mention that because that's technology I mean technology is not just about electricity in terms of man-made equipment and so on but the technology of nature which is what I base my foundation on it's what it's all about it's about the technology of nature so this thing that we can all benefit from is the natural electricity in the earth mm-hmm. now we can benefit from that, and it actually, the way it operates is it actually is salubrious to the body and to your energy, because we're all made of, everything is made of, made of energy, mm-hmm. as you and I know that. Mm-hmm. And Nikola Tesla said that, who is probably the world's best, not even best known, but was probably, in my view, the best uh, inventor, who invented many things. Many, most of the technologies that we enjoy now were because of him. He yeah. actually invented these invented things. This. Uh, remote control, um, X-rays, uh, uh, even Star Wars. I mean, Star. you can't believe the extent of things that he invented. And he died in the 40s, 1940s in New York, but he was a, a, ostensibly from uh, an area around Serbia, um, you could, old Yugoslavia. Um, although there is some debate about that as to whether he was born to the mother that he really idolized, he worshipped, and she was a, an amazing influence in his life. But um, okay, let's get it out. That's just what I what I heard, what I found was that he might have been not of this planet. Certainly, the way that he. Uh, he was, he was quite a, a different sort of person, the things that he invented. One uh, idea that I heard was that he actually was 
from Venus. And it's a funny thing to say. And I know people will feel this is crazy. But uh, I think that these are, the, these are the times now we have to get things out there. So, and we have to be open to different ideas. But whether he was delivered to his parents or his mother delivered him, he was an exceptional person. And he had thoughts uh, about things that are, were, were non-terrestrial, in other words, not of the earth. So it's well worth, I would recommend thoroughly anyone looking into Nikola Tesla, reading oh, his diaries. Oh my God. Um, just incredible. He had a protege called uh, Otis T. Carr. When Tesla was, you know, the last few, towards the end of his life, in New, uh, New York, uh, a hotel called Hotel New Yorker in New York, um, this he, he would he would actually spend all his time a lot of his time in this in his hotel room, and um, he would order peanuts, unsalted peanuts, uh, from the hotel. And this guy kept coming up and taking his order, going out to the shop, bring them back. Um, he would order the peanuts, not for him, but actually for this dove that would come to his window. And Tesla said that he felt this dove, or he knew, he says. That this dove was a reincarnation of his love. Oh, and past that's life. what I've heard about it. Yeah. So anyway, my point is that uh, this guy called, who was delivering his nuts for him, was called Otis T. Carr, and Otis T. Carr learned eventually was so fascinated with Tesla that he learned as much as he could from Tesla because he, he was this great inventor, mm-hmm. and. Otis Tikar, in the end, he left the hotel and Tesla encouraged him to, to, to go possibly even further than he had done. And Otis Tikar set up this company and started making, guess what, levitating craft. Wow. And this model an he called the X1. Um, now I've got a nine, I think it's a 19... 59 recording, something like that, 1950s recording, of Nick, of not Nick and Nick Les, but uh, Otis T. Uh, Carr, uh-huh. with other people being interviewed. But there was this guy talking about this invention. Wow. What happened was that um, the FBI, the government at the time, weren't happy about him making these craft uh, using this technology because at that time, and possibly even now, but certainly at that time, they didn't want anyone else having this very powerful technology apart from themselves or the military. So they actually uh, took all his papers, shut him down, uh, took his craft, took the X-1 away, never to be seen again, ruined Otis Otis T. Carr, and there's one surviving member of that team called uh, Ralph Ring. It's fascinating. He tells a fascinating story. He was a technician. He's a very modest guy and uh, talks about the experiment and how he didn't even know what he was getting into. Mm -hmm. And one day, this was, they'd been through doing all these tests and so on. One day, he goes into the craft uh, along with Otis T. Carr and I think someone else. And they're dressed up in these jumpsuits with pockets, and 
they're going to test this craft. And um, in no time at all, Otis Tikar says something like, okay, we're done. Uh, and, and Ralph Ring said, what do you mean we're done? We haven't been anywhere. Actually, they did. You know why we know that? Well, because there were police officers who actually witnessed this. What um, Tesla, not Tesla, but Otis Tikar had instructed was for this craft to go about 10 miles uh, down, I think it was a valley, and this is where the police saw them land. Mm -hmm. And the guy, the police officer saw the guys get out, this craft. And they picked up twigs, and, and Otis Tikar was instructing them to pick up twigs and anything they could as evidence Whoa. for the trip. Um, so when they got back, and Ralph Ring was saying, What do you mean we've been. Mm -hmm. I don't. He didn't remember it. For some reason, it was like. Trance or something. I don't know whether it was a trance or whatever it was, like he couldn't believe what had happened. It kind of went against his beliefs, belief system or mindset. And Otis Tikar asked them all to feel into their pocket, reach into their pockets and see what they could find and take it out. And yeah, sure enough, they brought out these twigs and leaves and stuff and soil uh, just to prove they'd actually been somewhere. <laughs> so, but that's just to give you a little taster of what Otis Tikar, who Otis Tikar was and his relationship to Nikola Tesla, mm -hmm. um, who inspired other people as well. Of course, Tesla was a, a, a contemporary mm. of um, Thomas Edison. Um, and, and in the end, they were in competition, or at least Edison saw it that way because he was jealous of Tesla's Tesla's yeah. work. And that, you know, Edison was actually quite driven and wanted to make money. Yeah. out of his technology like most people do whereas Tesla wasn't wasn't interested in the money yeah. at all he was not yeah and he wanted to create free energy for the world yeah yeah so I well the Wi-Fi I think was but you know what yeah. uh, Tesla's uh, technologies <coughs> were suppressed and Edison was actually okay so Tesla invented AC as in AC-DC electricity so alternate alternate current whereas Edison had invented DC, direct current. And Edison wanted to prove that actually uh, Tesla's technology was more dangerous than his. Mm -hmm. So Edison went to the trouble, the extent of actually demonstrating Tesla's technology, alternate current, in the street. And guess what he did? Mm -hmm. He was using elephants and dogs and electrifying them in the street. Oh my God. So, you know, they, they died. Whoa. Because he, he wanted to uh, have his technology, his DC direct current technology used by people and not Tesla's. He wanted to win the, the game, the market share. And he was prepared to actually create harm and injury and even death to prove the point. And in, in fact, he didn't really prove anything. He just proved that actually that technology could be used to maim, injure, kill. But of course, so could um, mm. Edison's as well. Mm. So I, I mentioned that also because it actually demonstrates that there are people who want to suppress things, who want to diss people 
and for their own purposes and for their own gain. J.P. Morgan was another case in point. Um, in fact, J.P. Morgan and Edison had relationships with Tesla, and once they knew that Tesla mm-hmm. actually wanted to give his technology to the world for free and it wasn't interested in profit, then they were kind of set up against him. Yeah. And, you know, people like J.P. Morgan and the Rockefellers and I think maybe even Carnegie were conspiring, literally conspiring, or conspired to shut down another very useful naturopathic uh, way of, of healing people. In fact, they shut down 30, around 30 naturopathic medical schools in the States. Why? Because they were invested in uh, pharmaceuticals. So they thought if we can shut them down, then we can actually influence the medical field and actually have people using medicine more than, mm. uh, in other words, taking their natural knowledge or nature's knowledge away from people mm-hmm. or, or keeping it away from them. So we have to understand why, where we are now. I mean, this goes back to coronavirus to some extent, and God forbid we talk about vaccines. <laughs> and it's a very touchy subject because unless you look into it and you, you I, what I do, I listen to people who have been involved in all these areas who, who are on video or on record saying what their experience was. So it's important, I think, in my book to, to go to what I would call here from the horse, the story from the horse's mouth, to know what really has been going on. Mm. What do you think, Sam? Because you're a you're a technician, you're a, you're a, a lab worker, you're a scientist. Yeah, but uh, it's not much, you know, to say. It's just kind of we conform whatever they say in the health setting. But I know deep down this vaccination thing, they keep pushing us, you know, to. I think it's more to do with more pharmaceutical, you know, uh, benefits rather than, you know, really to. Uh, help people. That's my opinion, to be honest, after I've done a research. And that's sort of, it's not nature-based technology, it's man-made technology. And what concerns me is that the fact is that I know there's going to be some very strong uh, opinions about this, but I think, you know, we need to really look down the rabbit hole to see what's what. And what I would say is that if you if you have a strong immune system, you have a healthy yeah. mm. body system, energetic, energetic body, or everything in working well, but especially the immune system, you know, you don't need these vaccines. You don't need a lot of medication. Uh, some people don't have any medication. I, I avoid it like the plague. Exactly, yeah. I think we just depend on uh, vitamin Ds and vitamin Cs and all yeah. these yeah. supplements and a little bit of sunshine and walking and uh, eating healthy. Get into nature as yeah, much get as you into can. Yeah. Get, the, the, get the elements into your home yeah. as much as you can. Yeah. But um, yeah, there was something else I was going to mention. Yeah, the, you know, like um, I think um, the healing as well, taking your shoes off and then walk barefoot. That's what we always going to talk yeah, about. Yeah, exactly. Well yeah. done. <laughs> Give me five. There we go. Yeah, so, you know, I go for attention. I get carried away, uh, as you know. Because um, there's just so much to talk about. Basically, yeah. so DuPont, so man-made technology, we've all benefited from benefited from rubber on the base of our shoes, soles of our shoes, 
which it gives us comfort and uh, it's a good thing in some ways, but unfortunately it cuts us off from the Earth's natural electricity. So actually you could argue it makes you a little bit less healthy. Um, now you find a lot of people I don't know what do you think about that because you're from I Africa. Think, yeah, you're from a you're from Somalia, yeah, right? Ostensibly. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Uh, you were born there. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Um, okay, I'm not saying everyone's walking around in bare feet. Yeah, I don't but think so. If anyone walks around in bare feet, it's usually in the hot countries like India, African countries, and so on. In my view, they tend to be healthier. Yes. Than yes. people in the northern hemisphere and in the west. Okay, you, you could argue for a number of reasons, but I think people who are close to the earth are healthier. They're healthier, yeah, because uh, I think in here, the, um, up here, there's more arthritis and more inflammations and chronic, you know, disease. That old devil, arthritis. Yeah, and that's to do, <laughs> actually, you're not getting in touch with the nature, you know. Because yeah. I've heard that a lot of people, they test, you know, like done blood tests after they've been exposed to the, you know, you know, like the feet, your grass, or you know, um, the nature in general. You know, but like people are being cured. Yeah, a, they're being cured for. There's so a many. film called um, Grounded. Grounded. Right? Yeah. yeah. Oh, I've I've watched this, and this guy based in in Alaska, and he cured himself from some major illness by you know what, <laughs> they have a lot of snow out there in Alaska, and he spent best part of a night out there in the snow under his house um, and by the next day he pretty much cured himself look at that How uh, easy and then that? he was so amazed he was a cameraman and this guy I forget how he, he might have researched it or he discovered it somehow he did or maybe he was doing this intuitively I don't know what it was but I think he was at the end of his tether mm. he tried this and it worked and he was so keen, he told the, the rest of the town. Mm -hmm. And so many people got cured of their own problems. Even a guy who was in a wheelchair oh. got up out of his wheelchair. Wow. To be honest, I'm not going to be surprised. I'm not going to be. Because I think there's so many simple things to do to cure us. But because of this pharmaceutical, they blocked people from, you know, getting these information, you know, simple techniques, even without money. By just doing it daily routine, something so simple like you know grounding, like uh, uh, vitamin D's and yeah, I mean yeah. I've written about this back in March, and we we know about vitamin D being particularly useful. What I was going to say was that we are living in a toxic soup. <laughs> <clears throat> so at all levels, we got poisons at all levels. Everything. Not that we we should be. I'm not, I'm not saying we should be fixated on that, but we should be aware of that. Um, but we need to realize what's going on. Um, I think, are you putting some more wood on the fire, Salman? Yep, that's what I'm doing. A couple of pieces, yeah. right? Um, well, like a bit of cracking in the background. Um, yeah, so the point is that, you know, our food source is important. We're getting a lot of problems with genetically modified foods, which you really can't call foods anymore, because it makes it into something else. Um, you've got the geoengineering, which is 
basically poisons being put into the sky. Yeah. They say ostensibly uh, to help protect us from the sun. Rubbish. Rubbish. <laughs> you know, we've got actual video evidence of pilots who have been told to shut up about this, but they're on record on video and audio recordings of them saying what we're doing, we I feel is wrong. And they know they've got these chemicals uh, loaded into planes, into aircraft, dedicated to spray the skies. And you know, if you look up, if you care to look up, you'll see these chemtrails. Yeah. Contrails are, or natural vapor comes out from the engines of, of aircraft, and they disappear within minutes. Whereas these chemtrails last for ages, and they're spread out. They contaminate the sky. This is the worst thing about it. Actually, yeah. the least they, thing about it is that they actually block the sky from the sun. Yeah, and they do it more regularly on the sunny days. That's why you don't have yeah, the blue skies that yeah. we used to have. But yeah, I mean, I think I noticed that too. Um, on in lockdown, there was a time, a few days. I mean, particularly in May, when I think everyone noticed that the skies were fantastic. Part because there's a lot, or very much because there were much fewer aircraft in the sky yeah but I, I noticed there weren't as many chemtrails either uh, but then I started noticing again the chemtrails came back yeah so okay so going back to the uh, toxic soup thing so we've got the geoengineering the, the bad food we've got the EMS electromagnetic frequencies Maybe so that's not just it, your yeah. 5g stuff it's mm -hmm. which is actually to me a really bad thing because I love the idea that we've got great technologies but actually this is not a good thing. We have evidence going back to the 1950s if not before. I've got it, I've got the evidence to show that the scientists working on this knew it was not good. It was actually affecting the blood. You being a hematologist, you might have seen the diagrams, but I've got these diagrams mm -hmm. um, to show, and it's been ignored, absolutely ignored. But not only 5G, but also 4G, mobile technology yeah, waves. We've got Wi-Fi, your microwaves, um, anything to do with uh, electromagnetic frequencies. If it's not in harmony, if it's too strong, it's gonna produce what we call dissonance, uh, which leads to disease. Yeah, that's why people they're so stressed out because of this uh, um, you know, I think, you know, um, 5G's, 4G's yeah. It makes, you know, like, you know, disharmony as Paul's saying and then causes more disease and causes more chaos and illness and people falling uh, ill all the time and there's new diseases like now cancer, cancer become more, you know, common kids now daily yeah. routines yeah. i see kids with like you know i've seen was it on a friday or something on thursday there's a kid came one year and a half with leukemia mm. so it's kind of becoming yeah. it's more regular now mm. it's kind of you know the blood is toxic things it's just you know getting into the people and, and it's become the norm it's, it's the become norm. norm you know like 14 years old 10 years old yeah. like now Within one month, we had like three, four cases of leukemia, which are kids. So now it's kind of thinking, you know, what we eat in, what we exposed to. Mm. It's not, you know, something, you know, like really great. It's just affecting our, you yeah. know, our kids, you know, generation to come. So what I see is that there's all these technologies which are sold, all the benefits are sold. So they always have 
the benefits, but they never really talk about the downside. Mm -hmm. Of course. Uh, so we had to be aware of these things. Mm -hmm. But you know, Sam and I are. We, we, we research this, but as I say, we maintain our positivity. <laughs> because if you, you will succumb to mm -hmm. these problems if you dwell on them. Mm -hmm. and That's true. We need to really, this is why we take a proactive uh, uh, course of action about making sure we keep our, maintain our positive connection with nature. And of we course. are part of nature. Mm -hmm. We are not apart from nature. And when you start considering yourself apart from nature, that's where it goes wrong. Mm -hmm. And you start to disrespect nature, you actually even dis disrespect yourself when you, when you feel that. The attitude is important. Um, anyway, we're actually developing interesting ideas for maintaining health. Mm -hmm. That's on all levels, that's bodily health, it's mental health, Another big issue, mental health, we could go into that later because I'll talk about my experiences with other people in that later on, maybe at some yep. point. Mm. Um, emotional health, um, we have to be aware of the holistic uh, health aspects of ourselves and each other to realize what's really going on. And, you know, I, I came across someone called Dolores Cannon who died a few years ago, but her daughter's taken over. Basically, Dolores, Dolores Cannon was someone who was probably regarded by many as the world's best hypnotherapist. And she would take, basically, people by the hand metaphorically and have their lower, guide their lower self to their higher self in hypnosis. And, um, and she said that most people course would go with a problem a disease usually and that disease would, di would disappear straight away and if not then then within two weeks and why wow, because that's amazing because of that principle like Tesla said like Dolores Cannon said that everything is energy, energy yeah. vibrating mm -hmm. at different frequencies mm -hmm. now if usually we get it seems from not just what I feel uh, and you know, Doris Cannon has said, but other people. Um, there's a Dr. Hammer, who uh, is German doctor, actually, of physics, um, and uh, he actually uh, found that, okay, his, his son, he had a son that, who died from a, a, gun wound, a shot, gunshot wound. And shortly after, uh, he himself, the father, Dr. Hammer, found that he had testicular cancer. He cured himself of this. Wow. Because he realized that he made that correlation, that connection, that he felt what was the cause, the, re the reason why he got this uh, disease was because he felt it was because of his son's death. It was a shock to the system. Mm. And then he started looking into it and in the end, according to his accounts, he cured a lot of people from their diseases knowing full well that they uh, contracted this disease from a, an emotional trauma, a shock to the system. And what his uh, modality was um, really worked. And other people practice this and it does work. Yeah, Dr. Sabi, for example, he used to say... Dr. Dr. Sabi? Sabi? Yeah. No, I've never heard of I this. Think this he, is why these conversations are useful. Yeah, I think it's kind of like... Uh, 
Probably he. How do you spell that? S A B Y. S E B I. I think it comes from yeah, American black. Sabi, Sabi. Sabi, yeah, Sabi. So he's. I think um, I'm gonna go into it more. But I mean, he used to know how to cure AIDS and all sort of things, you know. And I think the governments, they, you know, America, they targeted him and then they put him in jail for a few times. And mm. I think, I don't know if he's killed or died naturally, but you know, uh, the, I think pharmaceutical, you know, being against him because he was spreading, you know, how to people they can cure themselves easily. So it's, it's a lot of people there, you know, talking about how to cure yourself, but I think uh, it's not favor. Uh, Can I just put a little comment uh, by the side that, 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 you know, I don't completely dis or, or don't respect all pharmaceuticals because there are some which are useful. Yeah. But uh, a lot are really pernicious and, and have side effects and you end up yeah, yeah. on a cocktail of drugs, which is not a healthy situation to be in, let's face yeah. it. And I came to the conclusion, which is a shocking conclusion at the end of the day after mm. all these years, that the pharmaceutical, pharmaceutical companies do not want people to be well, well to be healthy. Yeah. They are in the business, it seems, for profit. And a lot of other doctors feel the same way. Um, I had a, a next girlfriend who was a high-flying pharmaceuticals rep. Stories she told me, you know, I'm getting my evidence from different places. So you put it all together, but we don't want to dwell all on the negative stuff. What we're saying is there are ways in which you can mitigate or at least ameliorate or help yourself to get over these issues. Um, but actually, certain mitigation as well to really prevent yourself from having these problems mm -hmm. Good. by just being aware and so not taking certain medicines or having a much healthier, holistic way of life yeah, approach to life. Yeah. And, and realizing that nature, you being part of nature, nature has all the answers. Answers, exactly, yeah. And, that's and actually, a lot of them are, are hidden are, or suppressed. Uh, but you look at you know look at the folk tales, folklore, and mm -hmm. what some of us call white witches. Or it's nothing more than talking about the fact that it's a name that implies someone who knows about herbs, herbs, yeah, um, and how to cure, cure from yeah. disease, mm -hmm. uh, as opposed to the sort of dark side. This is a, a positive, mm -hmm. so person with knowledge. It's normally usually someone who's a woman. Because women are more open to these things, it seems, than men are. Yeah. Um, so, but I'm, I'm developing my feminine side, as it were. I want more of a balance. So I'm hoping, not just hoping, but I think I certainly have, I know I've successfully achieved a greater balance with, between my masculinity and my femininity. So I'm, I'm being more sensitive as I grow uh, as with more experience, I want to be stronger, uh, not just physically, but also emotionally, mentally, as well as more sensitive. I think the two have to go hand in hand, or as I describe it, like a butterfly. You know, you, you strengthen the wings, you can fly higher. <laughs> and a butterfly is a sensitive creature, isn't yeah, it? Yeah, exactly. Yeah. So there's a lot of things that, as a, we, we're touching on, and I think for the, these first couple of episodes or so we wanted to just just give it sort of the general, ground yeah. work of or give people an idea of the foundation of what we're talking where we're coming from mm -hmm. and uh, we'll probably home in on a few 
subjects which are more detailed. Mm-hmm. Um, but quite honestly, I'm just happy just talking um, in front of a fire like this. <laughs> because actually, you just it, it's a revelation to me as well. Um, it's nice when we can learn from each other. Yeah. Um, and I didn't know about Sabi or Sabi. Yeah. And, and as well, I didn't know. And uh, is it? Do you mean uh, what's it called? And um, that scientist was uh, Tesla. Tesla, not the Tesla. Oh, just Tika. Oh yeah. yeah. I didn't know about him mm. to be honest. So I'm impressed, you know. And you remember? Uh, you'll probably remember Otis Tikar because you can you see the li- lot of lifts are made by this company called. Oh yeah, that's Otis. true. Otis. Oh, is that what what it is? Although that's his first name, but <laughs> strangely enough. The name car obviously re- relates to a lift as well. It's a it's a moving car, isn't it? Wow, on a, on a, that's interesting. On a cable. <laughs> yeah, I always see. I don't this, think he invented lifts. No. <laughs> <laughs> you know. Wow. Yeah. yeah. So yeah. So we're gonna talk more about this. Yeah. Yeah. Are we gonna wrap it up? Yeah, wrap it up. So that's our episode two, and hopefully people will be listening to episode three at some point. So Bye. thanks, guys. Bye. We'll see you around. Ciao for now. You gotta put your past behind you. Look, kid. Bad things happen, and you can't do anything about it, right? Wrong! When the world turns its back on you, you turn your back on them. That's not what I...